heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. We were so excited about this show. We were talking all the way up till the music started. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It is true, and, and uh, the, the part I like is you know what time of day it is, Sam. Last week I was out in lunch somewhere. Yeah, I said, yeah, I, I, you were all over the place. <laughs> well, yeah. it was lunchtime. Yeah. Uh, maybe you were just hungry or dehydrated or something. That was it. Yeah, because you get up at like 2 in the morning or something, don't you? 4, but that's okay. Okay, yeah, it's pretty early. So you've been up quite a while. By the time we can, we come on at noon. Yeah. yeah that, that is a little bit of a long time. I need a nap. I'm yeah. old, yeah. Yeah. Andy, you just got up probably about that time, didn't you, right before the show starts? Yeah, that's, what, that's it. <laughs> okay, that's, that's it. Okay. Right, if you hear any snoring on, on the show, you'll know what it is. Yeah, you got talking to the mic, Andy. I know you've been gone. I know we got a, we got so many in the house. I'm hoping I would be picked up in the yeah, background. Yeah, let's start the year out great there. Yeah, I was asleep while I, I thought I had a mic in front of me. Here, Jim, you can have it back. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I'll, I'll do the They're both doing it. They are. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll call the other guys for a little while. But yeah. Well, today's topic is, is, is really exciting, actually. It really is. We, we've actually never done this topic. I've never heard a show like this in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, one of the things that, that is very hard to explain is, and I'm sure you guys have kind of faced it, when someone comes up and says, hey, I've heard about this boot camp thing, what is it? Exactly. It's kind of hard to explain. You know, it's almost easier to do what we're going to do today. And say, what isn't it? What it's not? This is what a boot camp isn't. Yes, and then, and a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, yeah. Now, Corey, you definitely had some thoughts before you came to your first boot camp on, oh, yeah. on what it might be like. Were they anywhere near what they ended up being like? Nothing at all like what I, what I pictured going into it at all. So, Yeah, you know, you'd expect going to a men's retreat. Everybody has different expectations, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today, what you kind of expected you know, I'd read the book Wild at Heart before I went to my first one, and and which is always a good idea. You know, we're supposed to do that, and and I I had read it before I went, but I was still did not expect what ended up happening. You know, I thought I was going to get there, and I was really kind of hoping that we wouldn't have to be in a group setting and talk to people because I was really at a point I just wanted to deal with some stuff on my own, and I was afraid it was going to be what was happening to Scott here in a, this first clip where he's forced to share a little bit about his heart. The beauty of your feelings and say the words. Come on. I love you, Dad. I love you, too, son. Okay, we have some newcomers here today with us. Say hello to Scott and his father, Mr. Avil? Evil, actually. Doctor Evil. Hello, Dr. Evil. Evil. Hello, Hello, Scott. Scott. Hello, everybody. So, Scott, why don't we start with you? What brings you here with us today? Well, I just really met my dad for the first time five days ago. I was partially frozen his whole life. That is beautiful that you can admit to that. (laughs) 
He comes back and, and now he wants me to take over the family business. But Scott, who's going to take over the world when I die? Listen to the words he used. Who's going to take over the world when I die? Feels like that to some of us sometimes, doesn't it? So, what do you want to do, Scott? I don't know. I was thinking I like animals. Maybe I'd be a vet. An evil vet? No. Maybe like work in a petting zoo. An evil petting zoo? You always do that! I just think like he hates me. I really think he wants to kill me. Now, Scott, we don't want to kill each other in here. We might say that we do sometimes, but we, we really don't. <laughs> Actually, the boy's quite astute. I really am trying to kill him, but so far unsuccessfully. He's quite wily like his old man. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> For me, going to my first boot camp, um, you know, I'd read the book Wild at Heart and was really struggling to try to find what my wound was. You know, and I think deep down, somewhere in there, I knew what it was. And my fear at the time was I was going to have to talk about it. Right. And so God was very gracious at first boot camp for me. I honestly, even though there were a lot of people there, I rarely talked to anybody. You know, I really just wanted to be time with God and I. You know, and so my first boot camp experience was exactly what I needed, which is probably different than any of your guys' first experience there. But I was afraid it was going to be all about these sessions where I got to share these things that I didn't know that I was ready to share. You know, and in God's grace, he didn't call on me to share any of those things until it was time for me to share. And I won't say that I was comfortable in sharing those things when he called, but it was the right timing nonetheless. You know, and so for me, that was one when, when we had this clip, it was really that's what I was afraid it was going to look like. My first experience, I had no idea what I was getting into. And it was, couldn't ask for a nicer setting, but I was told by a good friend, you have to go do this. And we were on our way to Alaska, called into missions there. And this just happened to be about the time we were supposed to arrive. It turned out I had to fly up earlier. But it was at a beautiful camp, which was Werner Bay, I think is the name of it. You had to drive as far as you could at low tide from Juneau to get there. If you didn't go at low tide, you didn't get there except by boat. But just beautiful setting. But I had no idea what I was getting into. And I'd been to hundreds of different Christian things. And it was a shock. It was so different from anything else I'd ever done. Yeah, it uh, it definitely was. I, one of the things I want to throw in about the story, I, you know, got back from the wound session, you know, and and we come back, and then at that particular camp, you come back and you, you know, go to dinner that evening, and I go to dinner that evening after having just some great breakthrough with God on the side of the mountain, and you know, doing some stuff, and and one of the two guys I actually knew there, you know, that I worked with, I walk in, I sit down with him at dinner, and he's like, "Hey, what's your wound?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> really? <You know? laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready to go there yet. You know, it, it just kind of walked away, you know, but that was all that whole fear, mm. you know, was the enemy trying to, you know, just mm. come right after what God had just given me. Unfortunately, he was there to protect me with that as well. Yeah. So, and then, you know, my first boot camp, and, and I told this story, I think at boot camp when I was on the radio, but um, the night before I left, the only two things I knew was that, it was religious and that I did not want to be there. <laughs> um, and I told that to my mom and she was just so happy. Oh my gosh. She was just like, that's amazing. You know, I've been praying for that. I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy you're going to that. 
and I was just like, as a complete unbeliever, like did not believe at all. Um, you know, I expected to be pressured. I expected to be, you know, just pushed and prodded and, uh, you know, you need to be saved. And, and that, that's what I was really expecting the, the whole time out of it, going into it. And never once was I pressured. Well, I think we need to get to this clip because I think this is what you were fearing. Yeah, absolutely. But let's play this clip and then we'll come back and talk about what that actually uh, was like for you. And it wasn't this. I'm trying to find it. I wasn't ready. There we go. Is there a sinner here looking for salvation? A new member? I'll ask it again. Is there a sinner here looking for God? Yes. Thank you for coming, Brother Daniel. Thank you, Eli. We have a sinner with us here who wishes for salvation. Daniel, are you a sinner? Yes. Oh, the Lord can't hear you, Daniel. Say it to him. Go ahead and speak to him. It's all right. Yes. Down on your knees. You've come here and you've brought good and wealth, but you have also brought your bad habits as a backslider. You've lusted after women and you have abandoned your child. Your child that you raised, you have abandoned all because he was sick and you have sinned. So say it now. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. Say it louder. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. Louder. Say it louder. I've abandoned my child! Beg for the blood! Give me the blood, Lord, and let me get away! Do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I do. Get out of here, devil! Out, devil! Out, sin! Do you, do you accept the church of the third revelation as your spiritual guide? Do you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes, I do. <laughs> Would you be free from the burden of sin? Wow. Uh, <clears throat> in the right context, all that stuff applies. <laughs> you know, not, not denouncing there's times to confront the enemy and all those kinds of things, which we've talked about. But isn't that a little bit of what you're afraid it was going to look like that weekend? It's exactly, it's exactly right. And I think the the best thing that I realized about boot camp and why I'm so passionate about boot camp now and why I've been trying to tell everybody about boot camp now is that is exactly what I did not need. And that's why my whole life I'd turned from even mentioning going to church or anything. Cause that's exactly what would push me away. It's something like that. It took going to boot camp and seeing what happens at boot camp and the relationships that you build at boot camp for me to truly understand a relationship with God and want and desire a relationship with God. Um, that, stuff like that would just push me away. And I know that there's people out there that are probably just like me that would just, that's just not their cup of tea at all. Anything remotely resembling that. So one of the things you said that really caught my ear is you were expecting a religious experience. And for me, it wasn't. It was a relationship experience. And I wonder if anybody really had a religious experience there. No, not. 
uh, you know, I think it all depends on how someone defines religious, right? You know, for me, the spirit of religion is not a, a great thing. You know, I, you know, Jesus preaches against it. There's, there's lots of that. It was a spiritual hmm. time, very much an intimate spiritual time, but it was not a religious time. Yeah, and that speaks a little bit to what my expectation was that there was going to be not preaching like that, but you know, just preaching after preaching. You know two you know three days of all this preaching music you know people worshiping whatever that looked like it, what i did not experience was or what i didn't expect at all was the time with god and how you know that was set up in the wilderness as an experience that was really what was the game changer oh absolutely and and, and again we're, we're talking about if you just joined us what we're talking about is what a boot camp isn't Right, so these clips that you're hearing is not what to expect when you're there. It's it's somewhat the opposite of that. And you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org to register for the boot camp coming up. I believe it's March 20th through 24th. Go register now. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought I was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. What a gift. $199 Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. I could keep listening to this. You know, I'm going to keep listening for a couple minutes. That's Bill Murray. You got to listen to Bill Murray singing. You know, it, it's it's always a joy for me, and I, I, I can't explain why. I love to get weird clips in that you would not expect. But this is literally, we're talking about boot camp, and that's where these guys were. Yeah. Right? right, which was one of my confusions of why they even call this thing. Yeah, a, I, I'm a, still waiting a, to go on a march, a hike or something, <laughs> you know? We usually take nap time. That's yeah, what's that's going true. on. Exactly. <laughs> it's the farthest thing from a boot camp that I've ever been. That's where I go to get my sleep. <laughs> So you know that was that was definitely a point of confusion. Is you know what do they mean by this? And it became glaringly obvious to me. Mm-hmm. You know, more the more I understood that, <clears throat> you know, there was in order for some things to happen between God and I, there was some other things like boot camp that needed to go away. Yeah, why well, that's something we could actually talk a little bit about. You know, why mm. why do you think they call it a boot camp? I and mean, we got that from from Ransom Heart, right? And that's mm-hmm. what they called it. But you know, Andy, why why do you think they called it boot camp? Well, it's to me, you, you've got boot camp for physical ability or military ability, what, whatever it may be. We like to put boot camp in any kind of term that anything's intensive. So it was a spiritual intensive the way I took it. 
but you know i really didn't know what to expect i was just like you guys i i did you know it was like are we going to march are we going to what drew me out kind of i kind of knew there was going to be some adventure there there was going to be you know shooting guns and stuff like that that was cool you know meeting other guys had same kind of uh, things going on in their lives, but you know, I I really didn't know. I thought it was going to be a lot of preaching too, and you could, I guess can attest to this. I took notes like crazy the first probably three or four times, and it became Sunday school for me. It became a para para church type of ministry to me. It, it was my lifeline because it was what my spirit needed at the time. So it was very intense intensive that way. But what it what it wasn't was just that information. Aside from going out, it could be that if you just left it at that. But everything was led with the idea of God's helping you and walking you through this. And you do. You have those times in the wilderness. I mean, I remember Robbie, he, I don't know if he remembers the first three or four times he would ask me, now, how God, has God come after your heart? And I kind of looked at him like he had three eyes or whatever because, you know, I wasn't, hadn't really thought about it. Like, I'm just trying to get information to fix my life. But God coming after my heart at a boot camp really hadn't entered my mind. But now I see it so much, and now I can be the guy on the other side saying, you know, how it's God came after your heart after, for the guys that come. So, Yeah, and something that I think is very important, you know, that what, about what you just said about what it's not is um, when you talk about building relationships with people, it's not people talking down to you for your problems. It's not people sitting there holier than thou, you know, I'm so good because of this. And it's really building relationships with people who are going through the same stuff that you are going through. Uh, and they're not scared to share it. Uh, I think in other outlets and other um, places, um, there's, we talk about certain things at boot camp that most people are scared to talk about and don't want to go into. But instead of just talking about it, there's guys there that will openly admit to you they're going through the same thing that you're going through. They've been through it. They still deal with it. And I think that was so key to me um, having the experience I had the first boot camp was that admittance and that relationship I built with people who I know experienced and were willing to admit that they were going through the same stuff I was going through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you're going through things and you're thinking that you're on your own and you just got to try to figure them out, even if there's somebody there guiding you, if they're not giving you some things to take you to the source, God, right, or helping you with examples, you're, you're left feeling very frustrated. And we kind of get a clip from anger management. It really kind of shows us what that's like. Yep, and I want to talk about that. Go ahead, please. Before, I want to make a really lame statement, but I think it, it, will, it will begin to surface the more you think about it. Is it a, a military boot camp is really about understanding for a young man authority mm-hmm. and and being able to fall in under that authority and what that actually looks like and you know what my prayer is for everybody at boot camp is that they have that experience with God out there in the wilderness like Jacob did where he understood wow this this is what it really is like to encounter God you know, in a wrestling match and, and really understand what it means to have that real relationship, real authority, not being under the authority of the preacher, so to speak, like we just heard in that other clip, but being actually in that wrestling match with God. Boot camp in the military is to break you down so they can turn you into a different man. And that's what God does at these boot camps. So yeah, from that yeah, perspective, it's a perfect name. Well, and he turns you, he turns you into the man you were supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Before life came after you, right? Because there is a tearing down process. 
and there has to be and we'll go into that actually next week when we talk about what is a boot camp um but yeah but it is a lot about identity and when we think about identity you know jack nicholson's going after adam sandler in this one <laughs> he's not giving me much information <laughs> no it's like you know oh my goodness we well, i'm sure you felt this so dave tell us about yourself who are you well i'm a an executive assistant at a major pet products company dave i don't want you to tell us what you do i want you to tell us who you are oh all right um i'm a pretty good guy i am um, i like playing tennis on occasion um, also not your hobbies dave just simple tell us who you are i just maybe you could give me an example of what a good answer would be um what did you say <laughs> you want lou to tell you who you are <laughs> no i just uh I'm a nice, easygoing man. I might be a little bit indecisive at times. Um, Dave, you're describing your personality. I want to know who you are. I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, I'm sorry. I just I want to answer your question. Just not not doing it right. I, I guess. I think we're getting a picture, Dave. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, actually, the more I listen to that clip. It's brilliant because, you know, when you deal with men at boot camp, you often get what they do for a living, what their hobbies are. Oh, yeah. Which may not have, usually isn't who you are, right? And so we may, that actually was a little bit different as I listened to it again. God hit me from a different <laughs> angle in that clip. Well, the, the, the challenge is all the religious spirit that's in that room right there that's and all true. The, the judgment that's going on oh there's it, a bit yeah and, and you know everybody's judging the guy and 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 that's you know what i'm afraid of at church all the time standing up in sunday school i tell them what's really going on and i'm i'm gonna feel like all those people are laughing at me oh no that's a, that's a great point you know it's, it's easier to walk through and go yep life's great <laughs> doing fine how does good <laughs> all the time and he is but. now my sunday school on you know I, my group they would just laugh at me but yeah yeah you have the most authentic group that there is though in sunday school now dan your your first boot camp or rodney rodney <laughs> I, I get habits from you i could have called him harold or howard i would have felt your better middle name rodney rodney <laughs> rodney not dan other than the wound i just gave you rodney uh, Ouch! Yeah. What What about your first boot camp? What did you expect, and then what did it really become more like? Well, I'd listened to the show quite often and knew it was going to be some kind of a manly experience. I had just went to the men's summit, which is also coming up, you know, that for for the first time, and I was like, "Wow, that was a great one day experience. Great speakers." And I kind of said, "Oh, it's probably going to be more like that, but it's for." Three days. So I'm going to get a lot of different speeches. Never had any idea that I was going to be off on my own with God going over me and my life and my wounds, my name, all these other things. I had no idea that these things were going to come at me and be able to just spend time alone. I was looking forward to all, all the other times, too. Whether it was, you know, go shoot the guns and go fishing and all these other manly things. It was just like, I got time to slow down and just 
be with God and talk. So anything I was doing, it was great because it was like I, I expected to be kind of busy the whole time with, oh, you have to do this task and that task. And it was, no, you, you go work on your assignment to go think about your topics. But that was that one-on-one time. And then I find myself still having that one-on-one time later on. Okay, whatever I was doing, I'm kind of, I kind of really went out and said, I'm going to go sit in nature and be away from everything. I did not want to go back to the cabin. I wanted to be out. Even that day it was raining. I was like, okay, I'm going to go sit out in the rain. I just felt good. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was being with God where he's at. Well, thank you, Rodney. I'll make sure I get your name right <laughs> going forward. I think I called him Dan the other day when I called you. <laughs> I don't know why. You remind me of Dan. Um, guys, we got next week we're going to talk about you know what a boot camp is. But I think you know some of the things that we can kind of round out is – it, it, for any of us, was it what you expected? And, and for me, it wasn't. No, absolutely not. I, I in fact, it, you know, I can never remember anybody not being just really surprised at, you know, this just wasn't what I expected. And and but also, you know, it's fascinating now that we've been doing these for a number of years. Mm-hmm. You know different members of my family say, oh, I, I met a guy that was at one of your boot camps, man, and he that changed his life. You know, and it happens all, it's it's a fairly common thing to happen to my family. Say, oh, yeah, I ran into so-and-so. It was at a boot camp. And he said, you know, this was a life game, a game changer for him. Yeah, it's it's amazing to watch what God does over those three days. And, and that is exactly who did it. Yeah. You know, they, they I may have been there, but, you know, that wasn't obviously anything I said. Well, they've listened to our show. Yeah. <laughs> they know God's got to be in the middle of it. I don't get to be here next week, so I'm going to give you a little of what it is. Okay. Different every single time. I've been to the one in Alaska, two in Colorado, and probably another 10 here. It's never the same twice. So I guess we can't really tell you what it is, at least for me. That's been my experience. Similar materials, similar clips, but never the same experience. Yeah, and it's uh, it's always what I need. Yeah, that's the really cool thing is it, it is hard to explain what it is, but there's so much that it's not. And I promise you, what you're fearing it's going to be, it is not going to be that. That's all I can really tell you. Because God's going to show up doing something really cool, something really special in your heart and the hearts of others. It's amazing just to sit back and be a part of that. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Pray about the upcoming boot camp. It's the 21st. Rodney, remind me, it's the 21st through the 24th. Go register now at MasculineJourneyRadio.org. We'd love to see you there and love to see what God does with you. In March, 21st. Oh, is that what I said? What I said? Yeah, you said. It's the 21st through the 24th. Oh, March. We're saying March. Oh, yeah, I guess I need to say March. Yeah. March 4th? No, 21st. 21st. <laughs>